But when that woman had come to Jesus in Bethany, and she started to pour that jar of expensive perfume on his head, I looked across the table and I saw something snap behind Judas' eyes. And you know, something snapped inside me too, because we were trying to raise money. Judas and I were the ones that were in charge of the money. And uh, we operated on practically nothing. We were sort of the advanced men. We'd go into a town and find a place to live, and um, we were on a shoestring. So something snapped inside me, because I realized for a minute there that I'd had about all I wanted of just trying to keep this show on the road. And now this unbelievable extravagance. And Judas had been kind of goosey because he'd been pushing the Lord, trying to get him to make his uh, uh, movement and say he was the Messiah. And for two or three weeks he'd been this way. So Judas tried to stop it, this you know, stupid waste that this woman was doing. He said, Lord, now wait, wait, uh, maybe we could, uh, could sell a perfume and uh, give the money to the poor. But Jesus said to him very calmly, he said, don't bother, Judas. She's doing a beautiful thing for me. You're always going to have the poor with you, but not me. She's anointing my body for burial. Judas just looked at him. Then he stood up and left. He'd had it. I mean, this guy must be an egomaniac. Nobody would let someone pour a jar of expensive perfume on him when his buddies were out trying to find a place to live and scratching around for almost nothing. And right then I realized two things. One, that Jesus had very poor judgment. Or maybe he was some kind of a fraud. I mean, those thoughts just seemed horrible to me, but they began to come in my mind, and evidently in a lot of our minds. Well, the, the next night, it was, it was Thursday night now, and it's, uh, it was uh, very quiet. And uh, we didn't yet know what Judas had done.